American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hashtag no music, no intro. Another episode of Hashtag Sings Twitter podcast coming at you. This is our hashtag on paper episode. Largely because... I'm sure there are a plethora of things that Ryan and I could try to talk about football related, Saints related, as it is in the complete dead period. But what we decided to do this evening is to just really have a deep dive into this this Saints team's roster. And we keep saying on paper, and I and I pulled up the depth chart. Right now, I'm on our lives. We're going to dig into the offense. We're going to dig into the defense um, and talk about position groups as a whole, um, talk about specific players. But before we get into any any of that, um, I just want to say truly, truly, absolutely the what, you know, we have planned this you know, these next couple of upcoming months uh, between essentially July and November for, for the podcast. It's just truly amazing. I'm very proud of everything that we're doing. Um, and absolutely, it, it's, you know, I think people who are Patreons are seeing the benefits of, of being a Patreon. Uh, we're having a, a same sort of podcast brunch um, in July in, in Malibu for the ones. <laughs> um, probably like one of the one of the fucking fanciest things I've organized. Um, and we have seventeen people are going to be at that the the Saints game our meetup in October. Uh, we have nineteen seats for the Bears game all together and. There's enough of us, you know, if you didn't were able to get a ticket to sit in the 19, there's enough of us, there's enough Patreons, you know, who potentially may be going to the game where you could, you know, whoever wants to take charge of it and organize, you know, getting 10 more seats together, easily done. And then it's crazy. But as of now, there's 31 of us going to the Rams game. Mm the 21st of of December. I'm actually going to purchase those those group tickets tomorrow. 31 people. And I think I think we may get one or two more that are attending that Rams game. That's um, crazy. <laughs> in LA. Um absolutely absolutely insane. Um we've had a, a influx of of Patreons. We're 10 away from our goal of reaching 200 Patreons. Um, hopefully we can get there, you know, 
sooner rather than later because that has been a big goal for us for a while. Uh, but more than anything, just just I want to thank all of our listeners, all our supporters, all our Patreons who um, stick with us um, and just continue to listen to us when even sometimes we don't have much shit to talk about, right? Um, our Discord community for our Patreons has just been exploding lately. Oh, you know, just the number of people joining, the conversations always consistently happening. It's just, it's amazing, man. Um, and I just wanted to just... just you know, you know why I love our Discord, bro? It reminds me of old Twitter a little bit. Mm, like, you remember yep. when you just talk about anything on old Twitter? Like, anything, yep. bro. Just whatever the fuck, just the stupidest thing on your mind, you just tweet about it, and then just get in a conversation with one or two people. And, you know, and it just, it flows like that. When our Twitter is just kind of, I don't know, just kind of a mess. Um, so it, that does, I mean, the Discord, I think if anything about all the things you can get, you get a lot with being a patron, just for like a dollar, just for like a dollar a month. The Discord is the number one thing. Like, that thing, that bad. Like, that's a nice it's, fucking deal. It's so, it's funny too, because you have people like, I don't know how to use Discord. And I get it, like, it, it, especially like if you're not, if you never used it before, it's a little like, what, like, what is this? But it literally is just a, like a, a living, message message board like a forum mm-hmm. that, that's all it is <laughs> like it's just in real time it's on, it's on your phone or it's on your computer that that's all it is um but truly thank thank y'all for all the support especially like we're getting all the support in in may like when like there's not really anything happening so it's it's amazing thank y'all um and obviously the support we get um the page you know what we get through patreon obviously we take that we and we put it back towards the community and that's what you know that's what our goal is and our and our goal that we try to maintain to be but but let's let's dig into this team um the on the hashtag on paper episode so i'm going to start Start with the offense, right? And we'll start with the offense. I'm going to give you the offensive line. Uh, it, you know, and this is our last, so they're assuming everyone's healthy. But I'm going to give you the offensive line, okay? Trevor Penning, Andres Pete, Eric McCoy, Cesar Ruiz, Ryan Ramchek, and then you have James James Hurst as kind of that swing tackle. Um. And then the depth, you have Lewis Kidd, Kevin Throckmorton, uh, Throckmorton um, Nick Salaverde, who they drafted, Storm Norton, who they added as a, as a free agent this offseason, Landon Young, and then a couple of uh, college free, uh, free agents. So this is the on-paper episode. So I, I want you to just start off with what would need to go right for for this group to to succeed and highlight any potential players or player players, you know, on the starting offensive line or even backup offensive line? I mean, ideally, obviously you would want your, you know, you would want the, your starters, your entrenched starters to be there. You would want, you know, Ramchek, Cesar Ruiz bouncing back, uh, Eric McCoy, you know, Andrews P and, the biggest one, obviously, like literally and figuratively, is Penning. Like that's he is the key to all of it. If he can come in, bounce back, get healthy, stay healthy, and be good, he ain't got to start out great, but at least start to be good. Like that 
changes the game for the offensive line, period. Like that changes the game. Um, but, you know, you know, they did a pretty good job, bro, just kind of building in depth, depth you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. Um, with, uh, you know, Pitt, with uh, I'm sorry, not Pitt, uh, Ruiz, we'll see how he works out according to reports. Uh, Nick Solivari, you know, he's, they had him right there, right guard, you know, at rookie minicamp. Look, we'll, we'll see what that means. We don't know how they'll move him around, but, you know, he's somebody that, you know, maybe just from the, like, when I saw an interview of him, bro, the dude looked like he'd been in the league like 10 years already. Like, the dude <laughs> just, like, the way he carried himself, just like, he right. just matured, looked smart. I don't know if he, but he just looks like a guy that's going to play in the league for, you know, about eight, nine years. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I just, I'm, I'm, I don't know how good he's going to be, but I just feel like he's if he stays healthy, he's going to be a guy that can contribute. And, you know, if he has to jump in for Cesar Ruiz while he's trying to bounce back or maybe take his job, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. It's going to be like a thing they're just going to have to figure out, bro. Like, just get the best starting five on the field by week one. You know what I'm saying? And have that depth in place because you know you know Andrews Pete ain't going to. Pete gonna Pete. We know Pete gonna Pete, bro. How how many how many games does Andrews Pete play this season? Uh, I say the over under is seven and a half. <laughs> Ooh, <that's, laughs> oh, this, this nigga been this nigga been working in Vegas before. That, that's why hers hers is good. Like hers, he ain't gotta worry about a job. He gonna get a job somewhere on that line. I don't know where. But he gonna have a job on that line somewhere. He gonna put him in the hearse. <laughs> he, I mean, he has to. Um, but the question I, is, I, I like they got a lot of dudes like Throckmorton. They've been developing him for a while. Landon Young, um, like you know, they drafted him and they've been kind of like they've been working on these dudes. So it's 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 gonna be interesting to see how it plays out, bro. I mean, and at some point. Either you you invest you invest into a player you know young player, regardless of the position, but especially a offensive offensive line. If that player at some point just doesn't start producing or, or taking to whatever, then obviously like at some point you just got cut bait in terms mm-hmm. of right like it just didn't work out. Um, but they do have they do have depth, and to me that's that's going to be the key. It's not only having depth, and I want to, I want to be clear about this when I say this. It's having depth doesn't mean just having a lot of do a lot of backups and having a lot of right. names. I mean, depth means if someone gets injured, and we know that there's a tendency and probably going to be an injury somewhere along that office line at some point. <laughs> placement, it isn't a drastic uh, step in play, or sorry, um, a, a drastic play level from a starter to a backup. That's what like the true definition of having depth is. Right. Um right. and I and I and I think they're gonna I think they're gonna need it. You hit it with pinning. He's he's not only the key to the offensive line, he's kind of the he's the key to last year's draft class. Cause mm-hmm. he takes it depending on how he turns or how how he ends up, that draft class could be you know good or even maybe even very you know very good with Olave and Alante Taylor um but if Penning you know, bro like that that takes it to another level 
Right. It takes it to another level. It it eases uh, the blow of of trading. You know, a pick that ended up being top ten to the Eagles. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Die. It, but it it was for, it was for Penning, bro. Like that's yeah. that's how they that's how the Saints saw it. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't a trade for for Olave. They they saw it as a trade for for Penning. Right. Um, and he really is the key. Like, hopefully he's healthy. Hopefully he can come and be ready by by week one. Because I just hope that's progress, bro. Progress, yeah. progress. Um, I'll, I'll. I don't think that they would and I hope that they won't because I do think that having James Hurst as a backup um is going to be beneficial and crucial for the upcoming season but I'll, if there's a team that comes around and offers them something of value for James Hurst and you know how sometimes the Saints think they they got things made in the shade and the position mm-hmm. is set and they just make you know a move that they probably shouldn't make thinking, not thinking like long-term. I just, I hope with James Hurst that that doesn't come to fruition. Like mm-hmm. if, you know, in training camp or preseason, a team that desperately needs a starting left tackle, right. you know, even an average starting left tackle, you know, offers to maybe overpay in a draft pick or whatever. And they trade right. James Hurst. Cause you know, as soon as James Hurst gets traded in practice, leading up to week uh, one, Someone going down, bro. Like you just, you know it. It's written. I can already, I can already hear like the announcer on the on the uh, game. Like, oh, and the Saints traded. You know, they're <laughs> they back up, back up, curse to the Eagles, whatever. <laughs> but hurts, bro. Like hurts, hurts, hurts. With I mean, I'm not saying he would get like a nice pick or nothing, but like, bro, like they got some bad old lines in this league, bro. So you see somebody like hers. I'm I'm saying, bro, okay. Like no matter where you put him, he's just okay. It's not good, great, but you just put him somewhere and he's okay. Like that's valuable in the league. You know what I'm saying? Huge, <laughs> huge, bro. It's huge. Um. All right. So let's move on to man. This it's gonna feel gonna feel a little unreal to talk about this position like this bro. <laughs> so i gotta i gotta start with the lead and if it, it maybe it maybe the the signing doesn't work out maybe, maybe it's nothing bruh but them signing james washington on a mm. one-year deal when you have a draft bay you never let go of your draft bait. You, 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 just, you just never let it go. Now, he didn't work out in Pittsburgh. He had some flashes here and there, but he didn't work out. Um, being a second-round pick for for Phil, or for um, for the Steelers, um, gets cut, I believe, or and then ends up with Dallas and doesn't really do much of anything for the Cowboys because he, he got a pretty bad injury. So it's a flyer signing, and he might not even make the team. I'm just going to run down. I'm going to run down all these names. Okay. Chris Olave. Rashid Shahid. Michael Thomas. A.T. Perry. Juan Baker. Brian Edward. Kurt Merritt. James Washington. Keith. Kirkwood, a.k.a. Keith Backwood. Shout out to our dude, Miguel. 
Uh, Malik Flowers, Shaq Davis, Traquan Smith. That's a, like this is one of the best like wide receiver competitions going into camp that we've had in a long time, bro. It's insane. Like, I really can't remember. Man. It's insane. It's insane, man. Because we okay, top two, Chris Olave, uh Chris well, top three, Chris Olave, Shahid, Michael Thomas. We know they're not going nowhere. But after that, I whoever, I just have no idea. You're mm-hmm. not And it reminds me, and someone put the gift in in our Discord one day about the the scene from The Dark Knight, bro, with the with the Joker, like massive expansion, and oh, there's only one position, <laughs> like whoever, because <laughs> they typically carry five, maybe six, at right. Most. So that's about three spots, and I, I I just I don't know. I mean, you would think At Perry makes the team, but he was a six round pick. But looking at him, you know, looking at him, he should make the team. But I, I don't know. Think, we don't know, bro. We don't know. Like, I would think his talent would win out. But, like, we don't know. Yeah. Um, Shaq what, Davis, even, like, undrafted. Like, Shaq Davis, dude, like, 6'5". Like, I don't know, bro. <laughs> and the, the thing that is is insane is... I think that I think the Saints have legitimate interest in adding Hunter Renfro to the to the team. So in That's some nice. facet. Now I'm not I'm not saying I'm I'm not I'm not saying on here that it's gonna happen. I'm not saying on here that it's a for sure thing, but I'm just saying that it, I feel like there is legitimate interest for them to add Hunter Renfro to the team if if he gets cut by the Las Vegas Raiders um, after you know after June first or maybe they feel like oh let's maybe try to trade for him ahead of June first before he gets cut because then if he does get cut we might not be able to sign him as a free agent if he picks another team it's so it, it to me to me this kind of shows that they have been at least able offensively they were able to self-scout themselves mm-hmm. at the offensive side of the football realize that they needed weapons um and an upgraded quarterback and for me this feels this is da's way of saying all right pete carmichael all right or you know Pete, you know this is Da and and Mickey saying, "Look, we've done our part. Like we've we have yeah. done our part. Figure it out offensively, and I will worry about the defense." That's that's what this signifies to me. Well, like Pete Carmichael, I said this before before last season. Like it's your time, bro. Like step it up, step it up. You've been sitting under Sean Payton all these years. All these years, and I know you learned a lot. I know you picked up a lot from this dude. Like it's time to bring it, bro. And if, you know, Da come to you talking about, oh, I just want to tell him shut the fuck up. I got an offense over here. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to run this offense, bro. You got a quarterback that's smart, that has a live arm, that's tough, young. You got 
weapons. You got like there's no excuse for you to not bring it on offense, bro. Like this, like looking at this, this, these. I mean, how many? How I know we haven't gone through the whole offense. How many points should this team average? Average. That's my question. How many points does this team should average? I can't give you a number, but I I keep thinking they should be a top ten scoring offense. Have a top ten scoring offense. Maybe not top five, but just top ten. Like I'm, they I'm be able to show what twenty seven, twenty eight points per game. I was going to say about I, – I was being a little concerned. I was going to say 24. Damn, 20, well, that would be kind of a disappointment. I, I don't know what they scored last year. <laughs> but 24 would be a disappointment, bro. That would be a disappointment. With all these wide receivers and all these running backs. I I, I get it, bro. I, I get it. Oh, oh, okay, on, 27. All right, 27. They should 27, get to 27, like 27. Like, they could get to 27, bro. Like, 27. We'll see how the league plays out because, you know, it kind of moves and swings. You know, last year, like league wide scoring was like at like a ten, like fifteen year low or something like that. It was weird. We'll see if that continues, but that's just how the league is. Um, but nah, bro, they they should be a top ten scoring defense. There's no reason they shouldn't be, you know. Right. But no. you know, but they're all, you know, you know how shit goes, bro. Like it happens. It's not on paper. That's why we're doing this episode right now. On paper, baby. Um. Who okay, I, I know this is gonna sound get getting back to the to, to the Renfro thing. If they were to add him, whether it be trade or, or later on, if they if they sign him after he get you know, if he gets cut by by the Raiders, there there's gonna be some at some decent or okay-ish receivers that don't make this team. A lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that practice squad gonna be stacked, bro. Yes. You know, um, and if he if they did get rid four, I mean that there's your top four. You know, it, easy. It's it's clear cut. It's Who's clear the top cut, four? So then you'll just be battling to see who takes the you know um, fifth and sixth spot if there's a sixth spot. You know, which would have to be somebody that contributes on special teams. Um, it's it's tough. It's tough, man. Um, you know, I would think. I mean, Trey Quan got to be, got to be out of here, right? Got to go, bro. He got to, he got to go, Ryan. He got to go, Ryan. What are you the, keeping the, him for? Nostalgia, blocking, no, nah, bro. Like, why you blocking one more time? <laughs> look, I'm not, look, I'm not saying wide receiver blocking isn't important. It's important. I understand, but come on, man. We talk about a roster spot and money, like actual money, dollars spent on that. You can't tell me A.T. Perry can't block. Come on, can't uh, I, block. Something, something. I, I need, I need him to go. I need him to go, bro. Gotta go, gotta go. I mean, there's a, there's a reason when I listed all those wide receivers, I said his last. I said his name last, right? Like that, that was on purpose. Hashtag on purpose. Um, wish you had more time. <laughs> <laughs> Like you said, the wide receiver battle in training camp. Woo! And I love, bro, it's, it's crazy because as much as we fuck on the Saints, you know what I'm saying, they've done a good job, bro. Like, they've really done a good job because even the competition they brought in their wide receiver, it's not like, you know, 38-year-old, you know, wide receivers. You know, these are dudes that, 
you know, James Washington, Brian Edwards. These are dudes that are still young, just got drafted a few yeah. years ago that showed, like they showed production. But for whatever reason, injuries or whatever, mostly injuries, it just kind of, you know, fall into the wayside. So these are dudes that have upside. You know, maybe they work out, maybe they don't. But those are the, like, you know, if you're investing in stocks, like those are the type of stocks that you will want to, hey, let me throw a couple of dollars here and just see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Like those are the stocks that could come and just, you know, blow you away. So I, I love I love those type of moves, man. Like you, because you don't know, you know what I'm saying? You don't know, but you're not going in. It's not a stupid bet. It's not like you're well, betting on something that has nothing there. They're all low risk potential. Right. Low to to mid to even potentially high reward moves. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, even if, like, say James Washington, I don't have his stats in front of me, but say he gives you what he gave Steelers, you know, his first couple of years. Like, that's fine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't, like, blowing anybody away. But if that's your fifth wide receiver, like, okay, I'll right. take that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> i take that. Like, that's some playmaking I take. Um, man, they've, they've completely, completely just turned around the wide receiver room. Um, it's, it's say, say what, you know, we've, and we said plenty about okay. Dennis Allen before, but you say what you want to say about him or, or Mickey, at least, at least in terms of the vision and addressing that side of the ball or that specific position group, they, they have been outstanding, um, with that. Uh, let's go over to to the tight end position. Juwan Johnson, Taysom Hill, Foster Moreau, Lucas Kroll, and Miller. For, that, that's not a real player. Um, good. Like this, I feel weird talking about this group because a lot kind of hinges on Foster Moreau, and I don't know. <laughs> I still haven't brought myself to terms with it, bro. Like, I know he did the the interview with Adam Schefter. I know he explained it, and I, I get it. I, I just, I don't know. It's just an eternal thing where it just still makes me feel kind of, kind of uneasy. And that, that's, that's a me thing. I, that's, I get that's it, bro. Me. I get it, man. It's, it's, it's wild, bro. Like every time I see it, I'm like, man, it's weird, Ryan Smith. He, <laughs> he said he was out there catching passes with, with Derek Carr and all that. I'm like, jeez. But, 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 if he is okay, enter for mission. If he is healthy, as healthy as he can be, or as healthy in terms of he starts being in, in remission for, for cancer, Juwan Johnson, Taysom Hill, and Foster Monroe, that's pretty good wide receiver room, man. Oh, yeah, man. Man. Like to go with the wide receivers, that's that's hella good, man. Like Moreau gives you all the things you want. He gives you everything you wanted from Adam Trouble. Bingo. That's that he gives you all those things. You know what I'm saying? So that just to replace Adam Troutman with that, I mean, it's beautiful, bro. Beautiful. Beautiful, man. And man, I tell you, man, like Carr. Like, I think Carr is going to put Juwan to work, bro. I think they're going to do some work together. You know, we saw with Andy Dalton, what just Andy was able to do. I think right. with Carr, you're going to see him take it kind of up, just a, you know, a notch or two up. 
And, you know, that could be, you know, that could be a nice little thing, bro. That could be a beautiful, uh, beautiful marriage that we see. And he already has a, you know, somewhat of a, you know, a vibe with Monroe. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. A, a, a very good one. And I feel like he, like, as weird as it is, and I guess we could talk about it here in the position group, but I feel like Taysom Hill as, like, a receiving weapon, like, that's, I, and I don't know if that means that what his function is going to be. I, I think that's the interesting thing that kind of kind of lost this offseason. What is Taysom Hill's function in this offense going forward? Yeah, man, like, they've moved more to just traditional roles, and he's been so good at just filling the Whole, wherever there's a hole, he's filled it some kind of way. And as the Saints have filled these old with legitimate players, it's like, you know, where does he fit in? But I think he's just, just been good for the team so long. Like, they know they're going to need him at some point, somewhere. Like, don't know where, but they're going to need him. But it is it's just a question, man. Like, I don't know where, like, where is he going to get his snaps, especially when you look at what they're paying him. Short like, yardage? I I don't know. Like, I don't but then know, you got bro. Jamal Williams. So I don't, and I'm not like, even, and I, even when you look at Derek Carr, it's like I'm not saying he's a runner, but you know, he could move. And he a big dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like even in those like short yardage situations where the quarterback needs to, you know, convert third one, you can stick Derek Carr in there. Derek Carr, you know, he can go and get it. You know? Whereas, you know, Andy Dalton or James Winston, you probably didn't want to do that with him. Um, so it's like, I don't even know where Taysom really getting his snaps at, bro. I don't, I don't, like, I don't know if it's, if this has been talked about more so, and this is not, we're not saying this to incite our dude, Eric, who that homo also big shout out to Eric for passing the bar. That's Eric, big who that homo S Esquire put some respect on, on our dude's name. Please do. So I'm not, I'm not trying to like incite Eric or anything, but it's like, I, I and I, I don't know, man, I, I think. That is one of, I mean, if this was an episode of like sneaky training camp, you know, that's one of the most intriguing subplots of training camp for the Saints is what is Taysom Hill's role on the team? I would have to pull up a stack track to kind of see what like his, his like cap numbers is and things like that. This is probably some stupid. I I know, bro. (laughs) But it it goes, it kind of goes to, if, if if old man Sean gets an inkling, right, and and he's just whatever. I mean, I'm you know how Sean is, and you know how Sean was with, with Taysom, uh, and he gets his inkling of like, oh, I think I could use Taysom in this role, and blah blah blah, and Russell Wilson. Okay, so I, I pulled up the pull up the numbers for for Taysom. So his base salary. This year is like a, a little over a million. His cap hit <laughs> is 6.8. His dead cap is like $23 million. Like, <laughs> how the fuck? <laughs> There's no way they can get rid of him, bro. There's no way. The only it says it says the potential out is for like next year in 2024 when his dead cap 
because next year his cap hit goes to 15.7 million and he'll have a dead cap of 16.9. How? Like, I don't understand, man. Ooh, buddy. Well, okay, all right. Let me. All right. I guess that answers that question. So, he, so just, I mean, I know teams don't like to do this, but like just going off of what he's going to make, like there has to be some type of role carved off carved out for him this this year yeah um has to be what it will be i don't know man. i don't know either but let's get to running back alvin Kamara, jamal williams uh kendra miller um inu ben uh inu benjamin who i forgot was even on the team and then Two undrafted running back free agents, one of them being from Texas Tech's uh Sarandrick Thompson and Ellis Merriweather, who I think they just signed after the the rookie rookie camp. This this position is gonna I know we talked about the wide receivers in depth, but this this position paired honestly with offensive line to me is going to be the lifeblood of the offense is really going to determine how successful they'll be offensively. Yeah, um, now the, the elephant in the room is AK, but they have done a great job of, I don't, and I don't think they did this purposely, but they kind of like, we're looking at it like they didn't have AK on the team, right? Like they right. went out in free agency and, and signed Jamal Williams. They drafted, uh, Kendra Miller, who, you know, hopefully by the time season comes around, he'll actually be healthy and he can, you know, he'll be able to play. But even if AK has to serve a suspension or he gets dinged up, your offense's running game does not come to a complete halt because AK isn't available, which I think is has been a crucial thing for them after the last couple of seasons. Right, because you remember when, when AK was – if AP was hurt, it's like, okay, well, here's a loss, here's a loss, here's a loss. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was dreadful. We, that was it. It's dreadful. It's done. But now, you know, you got not just depth there, but like good players. So Jamal Williams, man, he, he's a good player. Uh, we'll see what Miller brings. He's been talking this little shit. He seems like he's ready to go. Um, does, that, uh, does that sit well with you? Or is it, or do you I'm feel just like, like maybe I'm, I'm just kind of hurt enough. Right. Like, it's not right, bro. You ain't even healthy yet. Like, just, just shut up. Like, answer your question. Just stick to the, you know, look, I'm just going to come in and learn. I'm from my guys in front of me and do the best I can. And I'm ready to come in and work, blah, blah, blah. See whatever. Like, you can't just, just chill out a little bit. You know, just chill, you know. I, and I'm, I'm somebody that loves shit talking. Like, don't give me right. that. Like, I, I'm not like one of these old But just, just chill, bro. Just chill, you know. You got to play your role. Just play your role. That time will come. Uh, and I don't even think, like, if everybody's healthy, you know, I don't think you're going to see them much early in the season. Uh, but we know these guys get dinged up, man. And Look, it would be interesting for him. Like, I, like when I studied him, I, I felt similar when I saw AK where there was potential – in the past game, even though he wasn't used that way much. Right, at right. There is right. potential there, but we won't know until we see it. Um, and, you know, I mean, there's very few like AK. 
but like then you think about it, like what if all of them healthy? It's like mm. man, it's a lot of it's a lot of snaps to go around. How do you don't don't care, man? I, it was the same logic we heard back in two thousand what eighteen or two thousand no two thousand twenty or whatever. And you know some of the Saints media people would be like, ah, oh, it's too many. It's only one ball to go around. I don't care. Figure it out. Yeah, figure it out. Figure that shit out. Can never have enough good playmakers. It can't have it. It's not. It's not. Not possible. Um, but th- this it's going like like it's going to be the lifeblood of the offense is yeah. is the run game because it's been just poor, just poor, man. It, just, can I can I see like a a thirty yard, 35, 30, 40 yard run play? Like, can we, can like what is that? I don't know, bro. Like, no, like a shooting star. Like, I need it. I need it back. I need it back, man. It's like everything, nothing was blocked. Everything was just getting tackled at the line of scrimmage. If not, like, I mean, that's another thing, man. When we talk about the offensive line, you know, we always think of pass blocking with O-line, but really this run blocking unit, and this, you know, this is a defensive head coach. He wants to run the ball. He wants to be able to sustain offense. Um, it's important for them to bust these holes open, bro. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Get the get the guys in there that can do it, even if it takes some rotation. I remember like New England and shit; they'll be rotating guards out, depending on you know, like do what you got to do, do what you got to do. Yeah, it just and it just start and obviously having a quarterback like like Derek Carr who mm-hmm. may you know may make a check into a different play help. Yeah, yeah, he can look but at the like, boxes, you know, yeah. but like, but like, just make make. Just to the best of your ability, make it easier on on the offense. If you, the running game's going, is getting consistent four four and a half yards, it just makes everything a lot easier, man. Just a oh, lot yeah. easier. Um, Adam Prentice, fullback. Does he make the team? I know this is early, but like, I don't know, man. Like, does Pete Carmichael love the fullback like Sean Payton did? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. You know, maybe, maybe Pete gonna put it. Put his nuts down and just say, "No, nah, no, nah, not no more, Sean. Like I'm, I'm my own man. Just, 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 just step up. Just, and to do that, he'll fuck like cut the fucking fullback, <laughs> just like out of defiance. And then he looks at his phone like, oh, oh shit, Sean, I'm gonna see it on the waivers. Is he going text? Is he going? <laughs> just, 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 just fucking, just fucking with you. Um, quarterback room: Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, Jake Hayner. Rapping. I like that, man. I like that quarterback run, man. It's I do too, good. man. I and like, too. think about it, like with the preseason and all that, you know, uh, one thing I hate is you try to develop all these wide receivers and skill possession players, then you got like dumpster fire thrown to them. Oh, man, like you're going to have Jameis Winston throwing to these guys, uh, you know, as the number two quarterback in camp, you know, a starting quarterback with a good arm. So, that's going to be like so valuable. So it's not like it's know, not like a drop off, not a it's huge like drop off. Yeah, this huge drop off where okay, like all oh, this second team, like oh, second team, here we go. Nah, man, like these these are going to be like some valuable snaps. And look, Jake Hayner, man, like see what you want, bro. Like everything I've seen about him, he just looks like a guy that's going to be around for looks a like while, he belongs, man. man. Looks, looks like, like he belongs. belongs. Like you look at if you just go look at the clips. That the you know, Saints put out from minicamp, man. Like, like you know, 
quarterbacks don't usually look like that when they come into mm. the league first, bro. Like that ball was just coming up, booms, boom. Looks like boom, just boom. look look just like he did in college, bro. Like balls yeah. out fast, progress. Like reads progress. Like he. Right, let, me, let me let me let me calm down a little bit. Like I'm, I, I, I calm down. <laughs> don't want to get the don't want to get the the, the Hainer fever just take Ooh. over. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like even if he's just if he could just be Chase Daniel. Right, like that's, it. that's, a, that's, that's it. a great pick, bro. Like, that's a great pick. Great pick, man. That's a great pick. So I look forward to that, man. And like I said, I would love. I, like I'm looking forward to seeing him in the preseason just to see how um, you know he adapts to you know the pro style of offense and stuff like that. Um, so nah, that's a that's a good quarterback, bro. Good quarterback. A lot of talking, a lot of loud voices. Um, so that's just gonna, you know, that's gonna be good for the whole team, bro. And I mean, look, I don't think it's not like Derek Carr been injured, injured, but he has missed a, you know, a game here and a game there every now and then. You know, he got a nice room that, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be freaked out if he, you know, Derek Carr had to miss two games. Not like I'd be freaked out or nothing. Like, okay, you got James Winston in there, you got Jake Hayner. You know, he probably won't. He'll be the third quarterback most likely. And shit, if all else fails, you got Taysom Hill in there. Throw him in there. Speaking of a fucking role, <laughs> um, I I don't know, and I I don't know what it what it is or what it was. Maybe maybe it was just the the photo. It was just the the just the that that pick of Derek Carr came out, bro. Like they've been they've been posting those those air yeah. thirst traps, you know, on, on social media, bro. And, and I, you know, I tweeted this yesterday. I was like, man, was, I thought this was the black account for a little bit, bro. Like they. Is this Black Raw? Like, <laughs> who is Alex? Who is taking these pictures? I don't, I don't mind them, but I'm just saying, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I had, a, I was gonna, I was, asking, I was actually gonna make a point about Derek Carmack. Completely, completely forgot it. Um, yeah, it's it's gone. It, we let's 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 move on. So we we hit on the offense. Let's. Let's go down to, to the defense. I'm going to start with the edges, edge rushers. Cam Jordan, uh, Tano Passing now. I don't even, Jabari, no. Um, Carl Granderson, Isaiah Foskey, Peyton Turner. Like, uh, Greg Rosenthal said in his. Um, projected starter series he's doing. He's like, I'm, I'm not seeing the pass rush here. Like, I, <laughs> the Greg voice. <laughs> I agree. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not really seeing right. pass rush. I'm not saying they they might they might still be able to generate pass rush, you know, with scheme and stuff like that. But I'm not seeing the lineup for and go get them pass rush, especially from the defensive end position. Um, but we'll see. Uh, Foskey, you know, we'll see what he brings to the table as a defensive man. You know, he looks the part. I mean, he's to me, he's he. I mean, technically, the person that should be the key is Pey- Peyton Turner, but like, I, right. I just, uh, I, yeah. I, I speak with like he, whatever the the like, player to, to that me, like like he like Foskey's in front of him on the yeah. Side. Funny enough, our lads has Foskey has Foskey in front of him too. <laughs> Come on, man. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yes, but like to me, the, the key is is Foskey. And, and I'm, like he doesn't have to come in and just be DeMarcus Ware. But like if he could just be a solid defensive in that can apply pressure consistently and don't do like, you know, and don't lose contain too badly in the run game. As a rookie, I think you, you, you have to take that. Right. You got to take it. You know, quarterbacks, you know, taking off, can hunt down a quarterback and, you know, tackle him before he gets past the line of scrimmage and stuff like that. Like that'll be huge, bro. That'll be huge. It will be. It would be. Um, can't how how much does Cam still have in the tank? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like the fact that he's still going is great too. It's it's wild. If he could, you know, just give us a nice eight nine sack season, got one of the holes left in you. Um, that'd be nice because you know, last year it was it was looking bad for a little while, bro. Like we at. And then he started to bring it on. We kind of need him to, you know, kind of start off strong. But, you know, whatever you get from Cam, man, you just got to be thankful for it. I was surprised they – I heard, you know, talk about the extension and all that. I'm like, extension? <laughs> like, okay, like, I guess. My my guess for the extension, and I tweeted this, or maybe I put it in the Discord, I don't, I don't know, was that, you know, they're potentially working on an extension for him for, for, two year, for a two-year extension. And just knowing how this team is, it's one of those things where, like, if they want to extend him, that means that his his number is going to go even lower, and then mm-hmm. th- then they take that money that they've opened up and add another player. Now that player could be a Hunter Renfro. The player that we continue to hope that is not is Frank Clark. Yeah. Uh, we know, and and I, I've said this consistently on the pod that the Saints have been wanting to address a veteran pass rusher in, in free agency. Um, it seems like the reason why they haven't up to, to this point is that the, the price tag for veteran free agents for defensive ends has been too steep for them. Um, but if, if, if they extend cam and they want to add a, 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 another edge rusher, who's a vet who, which would be kind of like the icing <laughs> on the cake for the off season, just, just don't 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 sully your off season, man. Just don't sully it, bro. Please don't sully it. Please, please. Why is nobody else signing him? I, I mean, I think 
I think that it's it goes to the like he wants him, Leonard Floyd, um who else is there? Uh the Jaguars, uh Yannick uh, and Dockway. Yeah. They they all and I think Clowney although I yeah. can't confirm this, like at least those three that I named want six mil ish plus to to start. Like that's like they're not taking anything less than that. And I think yeah. that that is a turnoff for a lot of teams right now. Um so yeah, we'll, we'll see. Any of them man for six mil. Can, can we can we just can we talk about this with Greg? Talked about this with another friend. Just go get Justin Houston, man. Just just go get it. Just 20, what, 20 three, snaps a game? 25? Two, three million, bro. Three million. Come on, man. Like, I don't care if he doesn't fit the scheme. He, he just go get him. Anyway, let's move into the defensive tackle. Uh, Nathan Shepard. Uh, uh, what's it? Is it? Yeah. Sanders, Malcolm Roach, Brian Breesey, and they got some very long shots to make the team. Jack Heflin, Prince. Emily, uh, Deron Cage. <sighs> the, the, this whole group of defensive tackles hinges on can Brian Breesey be good and not be yeah. hurt? And the signings of the defensive tackles they signed in free agency with Nathan Shepard and, and, and Saunders, can yeah. those players kind of maybe outperform like the contracts that they've signed. Right. Nah, man, it's a, it's a, who knows, man. We'll see. D line. No, that's the, that's the biggest. It was the question going into this off season. And it's the question coming out of it. They've addressed it, but it's still a question. You know? Yes. Because it's not like they went out and got, you know, Hargrave or something like that. And they didn't get some big name DT or DE yet. Anyway, um, it's so it's still a question. Um, it should be interesting. They got some guys though. Like they got guys like Breezy. Man, that dude is huge, bro. You just see pictures Big, of him. Bro. He just looks the part. Same thing for Fosky. Looks the part. Um, um, you know the two guys they signed. You know should be interesting. You know those guys have played a lot, so they will get playing time. So it's you know it's just gonna be one of those position groups that. Saints just got to roll with and hope it works out. Might have to scheme a little bit, scheme some pressures up and stuff. But, you know, I don't think as of right now, it's hard to look at the D-line and be like, okay, that's the strength of the team. It's not. Yes. No. No, it is not. It is not. Um, Let's hit up up linebacker really quickly. Got Pete. I know. Pete Warner, Demario Davis, Zach Bond, Andrew Dow. Marco Jackson, Ty Summers, Niffy Sewell, and then some undrafted free agents, uh, Nick Anderson, who played at Tulane, um, Anthony Orgi, sure. Can, Can Pete Warner, one, stay healthy, to continue to be an ascending player. And can Demario Davis kind of 
keep Father Time at arms at arm's reach? Those are the questions. Because you don't, you don't, man. you don't have the luxury of having a, you know, and it was a, you know, Caden Ellis before last season had had, you know, he come in, make some plays here and there, but nothing long term. Obviously, like last season, but you don't really have that in in the back pocket anymore because we know that Zach Bond again playing time is not happening, not happening. Right. Um, but like a, a big thing for this group is can can Demarco Jackson so something like he got hurt last year, right? He didn't play, right. and right. maybe it's maybe it's a lot to ask for you know a later round pick at linebacker. Um, but I'm not saying I don't need him to be a starter. We don't need him to be a starter, but just be. Can you be, you know, a depth piece at the linebacker position if you need to play a game or two? You need somebody to step up, man, because that's playing with fire. Mm-hmm. You got an elder, you know, elder Demario up in there, and Pete Werner, who, you know, as good as he's been, he's missed time every year he's played. You know, so that's uh that's playing with fire at that position, especially when you got already got issues on your D line. So you would hope to fill a gap some of your linebackers running some kind of stunts and schemes and stuff. So you don't even have that. The rest of those guys, those are just special teams, bro. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I know they probably hope Bond can step up, but, I mean, come on, man. It's come like, on, bro. Come on, man. Can Bond be Ellis? Like, can he do that? Mm. Be like a strong side, you know, I don't know. Even if he could, I don't even know if he would get the opportunity to, to... – to to do that, right, bro. Like, right, exactly. Um, it's it's a position that if the main two guys are healthy and if Demario Davis can, you know, again, kind of have a kind of a bounce back season from last year. He didn't have a bad no. season last year, but it wasn't the Demario Davis standards we had had come to see. If right. the two if the two top guys can be healthy and and play at their level, linebacker is in. A great position, great position, but it's a it's it's, it's just kind of after that. tricky. And like if I'm them, I'm them. I'm I'm calling Quan Alexander Easy. Ex, expeditiously and saying, "Hey, bro, come take this one year deal." You know, it's it's easy. Like you need depth. We talked about depth at the wide receiver position. Talked about depth at the offensive line position. They need depth at the linebacker position, unless. You know, unless they just, just maybe they saw something to Marco, but I, I, I wouldn't bank on that. Like I'm, and you know, they I'm got, adding you know how Da is. He probably, you know, he look at see Abram, Jonathan Abrams who they signed. Uh, maybe that's a guy they stick down there, or you know, maybe Honey Badger, or I don't know, I don't know. Uh, going to the cornerback position, Paulson Adebo, Marshawn Lattimore. Alante Taylor, Isaac Yadam, Toy Pride Jr., um, and then Anthony Anthony Johnson, an undrafted free agent, and then Bradley Roby and Lonnie Lonnie Johnson. I forgot about Lonnie. Yeah, that's strength of the team right there, bro. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Strength of the defense. Strength of the defense is your cornerbacks. You got depth there. You got experience. Um, you know, we'll be interested to see, you know, because, you know, according to the reports, Adebo was dealing with that injury, you know, all through last year. So 
does he bounce back from that? Uh, Lante Taylor, you know, will the coaching staff just buy into the dude, even though he might talk a little junk or you uh, might have a little attitude here and there? Will they buy into him 100% let him start? That's the ultimate question for me. I think with him and Lattimore on the outside, I think that's just a, I think that's just a stout cornerback, man, like real stout. But look, he has things to prove. He wasn't perfect last year. He missed some tackles. He was over aggressive. So you know, Latte Taylor has some things to kind of grow from too in this year too. And just like Adebo, he has to bounce back from his his second year. Um, I don't want to see Roby. I don't want to see Roby. Let's play playing some kind of crazy. Full quarter defense. I don't want to see Roby, bro. I'm good on that. You done? Does he make the team? Should he make the team? He probably does. He probably makes it just because of the position. You know what I'm saying? He'd be like this year's Chris Harris. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. Want, I don't want to see Roby no more either, bro. Don't want to see him. <laughs> don't. Don't want to. Um, safeties. Marcus May. Uh, Teron Matthew, you, you just mentioned uh, Jonathan Abram, Smoke Monday, JT Gray, great special teamer, and the rookie that they drafted, uh, Jordan Jordan Howden. Jordan Howden is like the most like non talked about drafted player. That pick, but probably like the one that's probably gonna might play right. like the most out of all of them, bro. Might be lined up week one, bro. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Wouldn't be shocked at all, man. And, you know, from reports, he was lined up all over the place at rookie camp. Looks the part. Um, just, you know, he's one of those guys, like, you know, the coaching staff likes, kind of does it all tough, plays with an attitude. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me to see, I don't know where he played, maybe whether it's, you know, too deep shell or, you know, they stick him down in the box, whatever. You know, I think they're going to find a role for him, at least to get, you know, some snaps. Um, then you got May, we'll see, you know, how everything plays out with mm-hmm. him. But you're hoping that, you know, he just has healthy and no other off-the-field bullshit, just healthy <laughs> and come in and play. Tyrant Matthew, he was on um, New Orleans Football, did a little interview on that. He was just talking about how everybody was there for OTAs, which is, you know, that's good news to hear that, you know, everybody's there. And, you know, he's looking forward to kind of, you know, Safety's kind of you know growing together and being on on the same page this year. He talked about they weren't all on the same page last year and stuff like that. So you know that'll be huge in itself, man. Because they need to start fast. They can't start slow. Let all these big plays happen like they did last year. Can't do it. Um, I I think that like that's the position group on defense. Obviously, you know I think we both have an expectation of defensive line and defensive tackle that's going to be positions unless who unless Ryan Reese and, and and Foskey just show out bro like they right. just right. on early the, the they the Saints defensively are going to need the safeties to be good and be good early man good yeah. um cuz it was a lot it was some uneven play especially early last season and I I'll be honest. Here's a question I have. I know I talked about the Taysom Hill thing. Like, what is Marcus May as a player? Like, what is he? Like, is he? Like, and that's why. Like, that's why when things happen, when you let a player like Marcus Williams walk over yeah. 
essentially peanuts. At the end of the day, bro, I knew what Marcus Williams was. Had exactly. no question of what he was as a player. After last season, I, I could not tell you what Marcus May's role is on this defense. Is he is he a safety that plays back? Do they want him to right. nurture a line of scrimmage? What, he, what do you do great? Like, what is something you do Thank great? you. Thank you. Now, That's he has, at least based off last season. Now, he he had a really, really good season um, with the Jets, and then he had like a probably like half a like and then another good half-ish season before he got injured and then the Saints signed him so he had like a year and a half of having good seasons now obviously changing defenses blah blah get all that I just but that, it just goes back to my question is I, I don't know what he is as a player no clue no clue no clue um, like I couldn't describe it uh it like you you, you got to go play, bro. Like, well, depends on what the league says. Like, play and don't pull a gun out. Just, just yeah. be cool, bro. Be cool. Go do something. Go pick up the pants up, bro. Like, that's another thing. Like, this secondary, bro. Like, it's too good not to be getting interceptions and turnovers. Yes. Like, I know that's yes. like a, it's kind of like a random stat, and but they were they didn't get any last year. All they bro. Like, it was terrible. Like, at least be like average. You know, ten, twelve. You know, fifteen turnovers in the season, like, which is not, you know, that's just kind of normal. Like even the shittiest defenses on the planet, like the who Gibbs, who Gibbs defensive coordinator we had like 2007 and eight, th- them defenses was getting turnovers. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, <laughs> right. last year they wasn't getting none. And still they were able to turn out to be like a decent, solid defense. So if you add the fact that you can get turnovers, man, that would just make a world of difference. Give your offense some short fields. Offense, offense last year, bro, never had a short field, nothing on special teams, nothing on defense. It was struggling. <laughs> struggling. <laughs> struggling. <laughs> oh, it was it was it was so hard, man. It was hard. Oh, it was um, hard. It was hard. Let's let's finish up with uh the specialty groups. Mm. And yeah, this 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 was important, bro. Yeah. Punter, Blake Gilligan. They have an an undrafted free agent um, in Lou Headley. And then at kicker, there is Will Lutz. There is Alex Cavido uh, uh, and, and Blake Grupp, who, who was also an undrafted free agent. Love it. College undrafted free agent. Love it, man. Love it. This is... This showed me a little something with DA. I'm like, okay, DA. DA is at least paying attention. Special teams is so important, and I'm so happy you just brought competition at every level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's real competition. I don't think it's just oh, bringing some oh. guys to camp. And see. I, don't, I think it is too, man. It's it. They need to see who's coming up. We like Lutz. Lutz has to be better. Uh, Blinken, Billiken, whatever his name is, has to be better. <laughs> Has to be better, bro. He has to be better. Showed out his rookie year. Uh, rookie year showed some things and said on the thing. Then he came back. First year as a starter, showed some things. Second year, disappointment. Um, Lutz, like, he missed. If He wasn't terrible last year, but, man, he missed some kicks that just, like, come on, man. You can't do Well, you got – man, that's the thing with the kicker, man. Like, if you're a kicker, at, like – I'm fine if you can't make the the 50-yard bounds, bro. But, like, the right. easy ones, the easy ones got to be consistent in gimmies, man. Got to be. Got to be. 
So we can't have that. Um, especially he was coming off a bad year, like so. Yes. It's like I don't know if it's there or not. So I'm happy that DA brought in competition at every level. You know what I'm saying? To just see who the best, because there's you know we're not tired to anybody there, man. No, they're not. And we talked about wide receiver being a very fascinating position in terms of uh, battles. Punting and special teams, as, as quote-unquote as boring as it is, they affect the game so much, and that is going to be an – like that. those positions are going to be battles because it's, it's, it's needed. It is yeah. needed. Um, so we did a deep, deep dive. Just give me one thing, one thing after we've done this deep dive that kind of stands out to you. Honestly, it's not even a roster, bro. Coach, man. Mm. It's coaching. <laughs> like, none of this shit matter without the coaching, man. And this is, this is what I want to ask you, bro. This one I want to ask you. What does DA have to do to make you change your mind? And I ain't even talking about, like, wins and shit like that. But shit that you see on the game, we watching the games on Sundays. And the season is over. See, the Saints finish with, you know, 10 wins. Maybe they win a playoff game, you know. But what would DA have to show you to be like, okay, you know, just like we were talking about on the Discord about uh, Zach Taylor, you know, how he, he's grown. Right. You know, what would DA have to show you to make you feel like, okay, maybe we should, maybe, maybe we, 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 we on the right track? I feel like for me, Right. And I think I have a different perspective than most because I feel like a lot of what I know and not not everything, but a lot of what I know of terms of my opinion of, of him as a coach is things that like have been like told to me, like in confidence. Right. Right. Stuff, yeah. right? So like. I would say. How do I, how do I word this nicely? Um. I think a big thing for me, not not just with as a football, like a big thing for me is it 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 annoys me when people are are in positions of authority or quote unquote power, but they cannot take a criticism or they can't take any type of you know maybe a little talk, you know, talk back or push back. And then they feel threatened and they have a reaction like, Oh no, Nope. Can't deal with this. Nope. Didn't listen. Like to me, like that's childish, like me personally, right. That's childish. Like we are, we are humans. We are mature. There's other ways that, that as a person, you can deal with the situation. Right. Um, when one of your best players is talking back to you in, in training cap a week before the season starts, maybe the first thing to do is not trade him as a power move to like the, the, the best team in the NFC just to prove a point. You know what I mean? Like, so for me, it's like, can you show that while yes, you know, you are the head coach that you can engage in and motivate your players. Yeah. 
Like that, like to me, that's, that is, that's coaching right now. That's not, that has nothing to do with X's and O's, right? Nothing to do with X's and O's. Um, you know, his, his X's and O's defensively, even with the roster turnaround last year, defensively, even with, you know, the rash injuries they had on defense last season, he still showed that defensively he's a good defensive head coach the defensive coordinator to at times can be a great defensive coordinator, depending on the talent that he has. Um, but it's for me is like, how do you, how do you engage and motivate your, your players? Like, and that's the thing that I won't, that's not something I will know on Sunday. Right. Mm-hmm. That's things that I'll, I'll have it told to me probably throughout the season, but it's just like, also just don't, don't alienate the team like i think that's a big thing too bro like and i know like no one came out and said anything last year and they were very professional about it but like things weren't hunky-dory in that locker room for obvious reasons like it wasn't a good season like things weren't hunky-dory um and that's the thing for me now is that a thing that he can change or is that just who he is as a as a person and or you know or just what he does and that also seeps into his coaching we'll see you know what i'm saying so but that's that's the thing for me in terms of of what what it would be for me um, for me to kind of change my my opinion on them because mm. yeah. I mean let me let me read this quote because it was posted in our Discord. I want to read this quote that Alex Smith said um, on a radio show or a podcast or something and. It literally was like shit. Did, did he? Did Dennis Allen coach fucking Alex Smith last season? Um, I'm trying to find it. Uh, yeah, I, hate, I hate when my podcasting does this. Um, I'm gonna have to look in our in our Discord. Uh, what about while I'm looking it up? What what about you? What would you say is what would have to? What would you need to see or know to change your opinion? I would just have to see him like uh, I'm not just gonna say take chances, but remember, I remember uh, Ron Rivera his first season with the uh, with the, with the uh, Panthers, and oh, he was so conservative, bro, so conservative, like it was ridiculous. And then you know, I think his second year, he started off conservative again, and uh, well, I don't know what happened. But he started taking chances with Cam Newton. You know, he had this big six-five, you know, Hercules at quarterback. Started taking more chances with him on fourth down and stuff like that. They started calling him Riverboat Ryan and all that shit. Like he started, it, it changed the whole dynamic of the camp. Like the Panthers became fun, you know, fun team on offense. Um, so I just would like to see that growth from DA. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. I'm not one of these people. That's like, oh, go for fourth down every time. Like a lot of the, you know, the uh analytic nerds are like, oh, why did you why didn't you go for like I'm oh, not God. one of those people. Like I'm I'm it's it okay annoy, to take a it annoys me so much, Ryan. It annoys me so kick, much. Kick a field goal. It's okay to kick a field goal every night. Please, fine with that. Please. Fine with, get the points. But you know, last year they were like dead last in going for it. Like like they, they were the opposite end. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't need to be that conservative. Take some chances. Let Pete coach. And I'm not saying, you know, he didn't let Pete coach last year. But, like, 
you know, at least motivate people. Like, if you're not lit, let it go out and motivate them. Man, cook something up. Give me some plays, bro. You didn't sit here behind Sean Payton all these years. Cook something up. We got your weapons. We got your running backs. We got your wide receivers. Man, I, I, tr- I trust you. Nigga. I trust you to run run the offense. I trust Period. you. Run it. Run it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the driver. That's the driver of football. Offenses run football. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm in the AFC and I'm trying to win the Super Bowl, bro. Like, yeah, you know we need defense. We need defensive ends, pass rushes, and this and that, bro. But I'm looking at Patrick Mahomes. I'm like, we got to outscore this for him. We got Have to outscore. To. Man, you got to. So it's like, I just want to see him take that ownership and just, you know, become that aggressive team that Saints have been for years. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, and, and be that, but in his own version. Like, just make this team yours and be your own version of aggressive, you know. Defensively, too, be more aggressive. Um, I just want to see that. I just want to see him put a, a stamp on his team that's not sleepy, bro. That put me to sleep. Bro, we was we was in those those zooms just like whew, lucky, whew. bro. Like, <laughs> just talking about anything else but the games. <laughs> so I found the quote uh or the tweet is from at Eric underscore Crocker, who is I guess the host of the Locked On 49ers podcast. He's blocked for some reason. Who knows why he's blocked? But <laughs> no, no shock there. But I'm gonna read the tweet. Just heard Alex Smith talk about how he feels defensive head coaches struggle to develop quarterbacks because of their conservative mindset. He said defensive coordinators' mindsets are don't screw up, don't turn the ball over, don't put us in a bad situation. Now, Alex Smith was saying that in in terms of developing quarterbacks. That was that was DA's whole mo all of last season yeah all of last season to the point to the point and i know i know Pete carmichael got a lot of heat and at times it was deserved but a lot of that play calling was exactly the offense that dennis allen wanted Pete carmichael to run the offense of again we said it numerous times that 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 fever pitch dream of winning a football game thirteen to zero against the Bucks, like just just do, do enough, and my defense yeah. will just do do enough, and you know blah, blah blah. And I just I don't like. So again, to their credit, they've gone out, they've gotten they've gotten the weapons, they got the quarterback, they've added a, a tight end, they all this set right now they should be able to. But like you said, Da has to show that he can trust Pete Carmichael to just do his thing offensively. Also, maybe maybe you just, and this was me, right? I know Pete Carmichael is the OC. Yeah, I'm out there talking, I'm going to talk to Ronald Curry a little bit about, hey, bro, what, yeah, what you think? What you, what you think, think, bro? Can we you got some ideas? <laughs> I'm saying, bro, like I'm, I'm just, just saying. Um, but we have, I mean, we're, this is, we're, this is May 18th. We have, essentially what four more months before football comes back, give or take. Um, and we have a lot to talk about. We've gone a, an hour and 15 minutes, really doing a, a deep, thorough breakdown Jeez. of the, of the, of the Saints roster. We had nothing to talk about. 
Apparently we did, right? This is if, if this is when we have nothing to talk about. I don't want to know us when we have something to talk about. Um, but we do have. Uh, I hope within next week and the upcoming weeks we'll have some actual guests we can that can come on on the podcast and chop it up with us. Or if, if not, we had great great ideas in the Discord of just episodes we can do, just like uh, like the best Saints team and do it draft style, or you know the mm-hmm. the best the worst Saints team and, and do a draft style which would be hilarious to, to see um so there's things that we can do so don't worry we got y'all covered at, at least one episode a week we will put something out um but truly thank y'all um the fact that i you know that we'll be ordering 30 plus tickets tomorrow for the for the raiders or certainly for the for the rams game in in december and there's going to be 30 30 of us or 31 plus of us at that game. I will have, you know, I know Elise has our, our banner and she keeps it in New Orleans for us, but I will make another banner for here in LA. The banner is going to be at the game. We're going to be repping. It's going to be crazy, man. It's going to be, it's going to be nuts. You know, that man, game, to try to get to that, man. The, the bears game. Um, yeah, man, it's crazy. We got we a whole, a whole set. So the lady said, we're going to be sitting in a certain section. I don't, I'm not going to say the section just in case someone becomes like an asshole and tries to buy them all out, but sitting in a, in a certain section and there's going to be 10 of us per, per row, bro. Just all hey. out, out here, bro. Out here. Um, anyway, thank y'all so much. Um, if you've been a long time listener, um and finally want to support us please become a patreon like ryan said it, it would only like even if you could do a dollar a month um because we're really trying to hit our goal of getting to 200 patreons um hopefully maybe by the end of this month um but follow us on twitter follow us on instagram social media uh retweet quote tweet like us all that please just so we can continue to do what we do um for us as as a fo- as a community, man, as a Saints Twitter podcast football community. But with that, we will be back next week. Thank y'all for all the support. Thank y'all for listening. With that, we're out. Peace. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.